First up, all the news you need to start your day. Good morning, you're listening to News Talk with me, Shane Beattie. It's Tuesday, May 2nd. I hope you're well. Coming up. A brutal military dictator. We just don't know which one it's going to be yet. Conditions worsen for the people of Sudan and Ireland gets ready to welcome Donald Trump. Plus we'll have all the other news making the headlines and the latest in sport and entertainment. But first up this morning. The United Nations aid chief will visit Sudan today to assess the deteriorating humanitarian conditions. Fighting between the Sudanese army and a rival militia group is now into its third week. There's growing concern about a refugee crisis. The UN says around 73,000 people have already left the country. Sky's security and defence analyst Michael Clark says the future for Sudan looks bleak. The future of Sudan is going to be that it will be ruled by a brutal military dictator. We just don't know which one it's going to be yet. Here we've got um, Burhan, who is presently, as it were, in control of the army and the air force. And we've got Hamiti, who is in a sense the rebel. Of the two, who would you choose? The government is being accused of misleading the public over promises to establish a vaccine damage compensation fund, a unit to compensate children whose health was severely damaged by adverse reactions to state-promoted vaccines was promised three years ago. Among the objectives of the fund is to prevent costly litigation and stress-filled actions in the courts for affected families. But independent TD Dennis Nocton says the government has been all talk and no action. There has been no resourcing committed to the establishment of this unit. So we have the Minister for Health and the former Taoiseach Michal Martin coming into the Dáil, assuring us that they're going to help go ahead with a no-fault vaccine compensation scheme. And yet the very first step to deliver that, no funding has been put in place to make that happen. Final preparations are underway for the visit of former US President Donald Trump to his hotel and golf resort in County Clare on Wednesday. Mr Trump purchased the International Hotel and Golf Links on the outskirts of Doonbeg in 2014. He last visited it in 2019 when he was still US President. While opinion is expected to be divided on his visit, Clare Fianna Fáil Senator Timmy Dooley says the resort is a significant local employer and provides long-term jobs. Mr. Trump and his organisation bought a very good asset here. They got very good value and they have continued to invest in it. Um, It employs a lot of local people as it did prior to his ownership. So I think it has been a good relationship or a good investment from his perspective. Um, It's been ensured that there's solid employment for people in the West Clare area. May Day protests in France resulted in the arrests of around 300 people across the country. Fireworks, rocks and Molotov cocktails were thrown at police in some cities who responded using tear gas. Unions encouraged people to take a stand against President Emmanuel Macron's change to state-age pension, which sparked anger. But French political commentator Agnes Porrow says it won't make a difference to the decision to increase retirement age from 62 to 64. Let's say roughly 1.5 million uh, French people demonstrated. That's a lot, but uh, on the French scale, it's not enough to make any difference uh, in the sense that the pension reform has passed as law. 
Meanwhile, flights are getting back to normal this morning after as many as 40,000 passengers were disrupted following strike action by French air traffic controllers over the bank holiday weekend. Ryanair cancelled 220 flights, describing the impact of ongoing strikes as completely unacceptable. Editor of Air and Travel magazine Owen Corry is warning further disruption can be expected over the summer. Everything will be pretty much running as normal, including over flights over France. Uh, some knock-on will come for connecting flights. But the big question is what happens next because we've seen 13 of these days of action and there will be meeting this morning to decide on the next ones. The government's being criticised for proposing to limit the sale of vapes to just under 18s. Legislation to ban the sale of vapes to children is expected to become law by mid-July. The sale of e-cigarettes to adults is already banned in a number of EU states. Dr Luke Clancy, Medical Director with the Tobacco Free Research Institute, says limiting the sales of vapes to over 18s is not a wise move. There's no rationality about aged 18 because uh, we know that nicotine damages the brain of young people who are not fully developed until they're 25. So why they pick on 18 is unclear and it isn't enough. And then there is the problem, are they going to ban flavours? Multiple people have been killed and dozens left injured in a car crash during a dust storm in the US. At least 40 cars and several trucks were involved in the crash along the 55 interstate in Illinois. A state police spokesperson said 30 people have been transported to local hospitals with injuries. In entertainment news, a judge has ruled Gwyneth Paltrow will not get back any legal fees from her ski collision lawsuit. The actress won the civil case in which a retired optometrist claimed she crashed into him on the slopes causing broken ribs and head injuries. The Oscar winner was cleared and awarded damages of one US dollar. And in sport, in snooker, Belgium's Luca Bressel has made history as he won the World Snooker Championship for the first time last night. He beat four-time champion Mark Selby 18-15 in the final at the Crucible in Sheffield. 28-year-old Bressel is the first player from mainland Europe to win the tournament. And that is first up for this morning. Please start your day with us again here tomorrow. In the meantime, you can check out all the news you need on Newstalk.com.